Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Mari Bolaños in San Francisco. Batten down the hatches, grab your umbrella, put on your galoshes. You get the idea. There's another atmospheric river hitting California, and between snowmelt and already saturated ground, flooding is a real concern. UCLA climate scientist Daniel Swain says the worst of it will be at the two to 4,000-foot elevation. And that might mean that it's the foothills that see some of the worst small stream and river flooding because that's where there's the maximal combination between heavy precipitation and the, probably the most intensive snowmelt rather than at really high elevations. So the flood threat will likely peak in the foothills and then there will be heavy rain, of course, in the coast ranges as well. Swain says in the high elevations where the snowpack is deep and piled heavily on roofs, the rain won't melt the snow. It will settle in and make the pile heavier. Heavier snow means more strain on roofs. In some ways, it's almost worse that it's absorbing all this water, given how many problems we're currently having with snow loading uh, on structures. So we're hearing all about these roof collapses, these structural collapses, uh, people's homes, public buildings, grocery stores. This is starting to become a significant uh, hazard in the high country because of the extreme snowfalls that have occurred. The rain is expected to start this afternoon, but the real impact will likely be felt on Friday. And don't put your rain gear away just yet. Swain says it looks like there will be more atmospheric rivers next week. Desperation has turned into anger for many people in the San Bernardino Mountains east of Los Angeles. At least 12 people are dead since a rare blizzard hit nearly two weeks ago. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department says just one death in a traffic accident was caused by the storms. As residents continue to dig out, many are blasting the county for not helping them more quickly. Amid the criticism, a group of volunteers has hastily come together to deliver supplies. From KVCR, Madison Ament reports. Volunteers gather in a church parking lot at the base of the mountains. The snow looks beautiful from here, but up higher, it's cut people off from vital supplies for days. This is our donation drop-off point. Frida Nelson has been organizing donations for the last week. Some people come, um, and companies and organizations come, and they're dropping off the food, and one way or another, we're getting it up to the mountain. Like many of the volunteers, Nelson evacuated before the blizzard and hasn't been able to get home. The county has plowed hundreds of miles of roads, but many are only wide enough for one car and are difficult to maneuver. Many smaller roads are still snowed in or walled off with 10-foot piles of snow that plows left behind. What has made it out are people's pleas for help, which tugged at Nelson. I'm not going to just sit here and watch and hear all these stories on Facebook and um, people texting and calling out for help, and you can't ignore that. Some 25 volunteers who found each other via social media have jumped into action. 
In the church parking lot, a volunteer backs up a big delivery truck. Others load cases of bottled water, food, snow shovels, and other supplies into the back. The driver heads up the road to San Bernardino Airport, where helicopters wait to fly the supplies up the mountain. Inside a hangar, yet more volunteers weigh the donations to calibrate each helicopter's load. This part of the operation is run by the California Disaster Airlift Response Team, or CalDART. It's a nonprofit all-volunteer group of pilots who fly their own helicopters. Ron Lovick is an incident commander. We can leave this airport and we can be anywhere on that mountain in 15 minutes and we can be right where it's needed. The helicopters are a lot faster and more agile than trucks. Paul Marshall is CalDART's president. Our uh, focus area today is Sky Park because the roads are worst in Sky Park. They still can't get as easily into that area. And many mountain residents still can't get out through the snow, like Kevin Connors in the small mountain town of Crestline, population about 9,000. He was able to crawl out of a window of his house and walk to a grocery store where the roof had collapsed. He feels like county officials have abandoned him. You know, they say they're going door to door, but they haven't looked at this street ever. There's no one that's ever walked up to my door or to our neighbor's doors. San Bernardino County Sheriff Shannon Dykus, who's leading the storm response, says he understands people's frustration, but there are priorities. We got to find those folks that are truly in dire need. If you're worried about, you know, your driveway getting plowed, those things become secondary, even though we're making great strides as a county. The county has set up a hotline, food distribution sites, and two shelters. Firefighters are going door-to-door to to check for gas leaks. Meanwhile, CalDART volunteers say they'll continue to fly in supplies as long as they're needed. For the California Report, I'm Madison Ament in San Bernardino. The National Weather Service predicts the rainstorm bearing down on parts of the state will spare the San Bernardino Mountains, and flooding there should be minimal. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Bay Area Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren and other House Democrats are reintroducing a bill today that could provide a path to citizenship for millions of undocumented immigrants. KQED's immigration editor Taiki Hendricks reports. A law called the Registry Act dates back to the 1920s. It lets the government grant legal residence to longtime immigrants who lack documentation. The registry date has been adjusted over the years with bipartisan support, but under the current version, it only applies to those who've lived here since at least 1972. 
Under the new bill, with a rolling cutoff date, immigrants could apply for green cards on a case-by-case basis if they've lived in the U.S. for seven years. Lofgren estimates that tweak could benefit nearly 8 million people, but opponents say it would reward illegal immigration. For the California Report, I'm Tyke Hendricks. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. And that's the California Report for Thursday, March 9th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Remember, you can get all your daily statewide news on the California Report podcast. Subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures. Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.